I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Decommission. Yeah. Welcome to movie four of season two, everyone. Not movie three, like we no. thought it was in the watch along. We were both so confident that it was episode three but you we know which movie we always brink. forget brink we, forgot we recorded brink. it so early that yeah and like you said it wasn't our it's only it's been the only one this season so far that we i mean we didn't love we didn't like it i, I don't i don't even want to say i didn't love it i didn't yeah like i feel it. bad because i know a lot of, i know a lot of people like brink but yeah we, we... it was problematic don't get me wrong motocross also quite problematic Brink was more problematic. Yeah. It's a theme of bad dads as well as some other stuff, but mostly the bad dads. Yeah. My math brain has just been shot this week, though. So I'm I'm not surprised that I didn't remember. (laughs) Right. Brink, honestly. There was four. I don't know. My brain's just been shot. My brain's just been shot in general, let's be honest. I feel like there's a theme between the sport movies, specifically with bad dads. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm sure we'll get into that later, Brink. Yeah. And there's a lot more sports movies. To come. Oh, this will be interesting to see as they come along. If Mm -hmm. they're all like that. Who knows? Yeah. It's it's going to be... It's going to be a time. So um, I'll just jump into the the description of this movie. The the blurb, as we call it. So it's from from 2001. It's rated TVG. It's an hour 31, which is way too long. It's yeah, it may only be a minute over the usual hour and a half average time, but it feels a lot longer, especially in the beginning. Its pacing is atrocious. Um, it's sports and drama, and it is not it's it is not right on track. As I as I mentioned before, I get this and right on track mixed up all the time. This one is about motocross biking, like dirt biking. And Right on Track is about drag racing, basically. And I remember watching Right on Track a lot, but I've I've seen I had seen motocross at least once before. It wasn't totally fresh. It was like totally fresh. It wasn't it wasn't totally new to me under like all circumstances of the movie. But it it wasn't like I remembered really any of it. Yeah, and I know I'd seen this one. I don't know two three years ago, so not terribly long mm. ago, but. I feel like when I did watch it, it was kind of one of those background movies where it's like I was kind of paying attention, but I also was not, I wasn't very critical of it, let's say. Whereas this time I was. I will say this was the most fun I've had commentating a movie so far. I had a lot of fun listening to your commentating. I don't even know what the actual commentary was during the racing scenes because Mm. there wasn't a lot. It was mostly just the music. There was like, oh, and and Andrew Carson is turning around the bend, and then it would be quiet, and then you just see the bikes doing all these jumps. Yeah. And so instead, what I chose to do was go like, going around a turn, jump, jump, woo, because that's more fun. Yeah. That's a comedy. I agree. It, do, it is more fun. But um, it was, it was also this movie was also a little bit more fun to make fun of in a lot of ways. Um, not for being atrociously bad in any way, but just the the acting was subpar. Yeah. So it was... Especially one character. <laughs> the dad. What it was a... fun to poke at the bad acting, but also fun to, to encourage the good acting, like the mom and the youngest brother. Amazing. Yeah. I love the, the youngest brother in this Jason, movie. Jason, yeah. So great. He was so good. He had the best lines. He performed very well. So he I he wasn't just is. an I annoying if he's little brother. Else. I'll have to look him up. I he's his photo was a picture of him from like that age. So oh, so probably not. Probably not. But I didn't look it up. Um. Okay. So the blurb for this movie is Andy and her twin brother Andrew both love motocross racing, even though their dad thinks it's too dangerous for girls. But when Andrew injures his leg during a practice run against Andy, she takes her brother's spot in a big motocross race. So I mentioned this before we watched it yesterday, but the fact that their names are Andy and Andrew is ridiculous. And right, because they are both shortened crux. to Andy, because she's Andrea, he's Andrew, yeah, he's but they're Andrew. both shortened to Andy, which I guess makes sense with the whole signing them up for the competition. Yeah, it's a and huge crux the legality of the movie, thing. but it's, it's, 
real realistically ki- kids being named Andy and Andy and not the greatest idea. Awful. It's it's a thing that happens though, and I I know that that's a, a thing that people do where they'll name you their kids like Eugene and Eugenia, Andy, Andrea and Andrew, Chris, Christina and Christopher. Like I know it's a thing. But I talked about it before we watched it yesterday, but a, a thing that I equate it to is when I was living in Japan, I learned that twins have very similar sounding names. For example, I had... Actually, a good example is when I was in high school, I had a foreign exchange student stay with me and she was a twin. She was by herself, but her twin was named Shiho and she was named Riho. And so it's just like the one sound change, which basically in Japanese is one letter because like Ri and Shi are one one letter, Mm -hmm. one letter sound, I should say. And that's very common. I knew twins named Kaho and Saho. I know I knew twins named Hirofumi and Takafumi. Like it's it, it has to do with in Japanese. There's three alphabets. There's the uh, I guess I call it like the standard Japanese alphabet, which is called uh, hiragana, which is the kind of curvier, more classic Japanese language that's very original to Japan or unique to Japan. It's very unique to Japan. Then there's katakana, which is the more modern Japanese alphabet, which is much more angular and is used a lot for foreign words, like America is written in katakana whenever it's written out. Not all the time, but usually. And then there's the third alphabet, which is kanji, which is borrowed letters from the Chinese alphabet, and those are the pictorial letters. And the reason that a lot of twins have similar sounding names in Japan is so that they can share the kanji so that they they match and that's actually kind of a thing that happens even just with siblings it's like so that they can share the kanji Mm -hmm. it's 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 interesting it's i i like it in in idea but in practice it feels like it would be very frustrating yes especially for people who have just one consonant different like like my foreign exchange student riho and her sister shiho it's just one sound if you just right. hear the eho you don't know who it is so yeah or names like andrea and andrew that can be shortened it's like do they both get to shorten their name to a nickname if they want to or is it like andrew is called andrew Drew, and like, andy is a- andrea is andy yeah like i would if i was them i would I, if i was the boy especially i would go i'm drew i don't you can be andy i don't i don't care andy and drew that's what they yeah. should have done yeah but he also goes by Andy because his his helmet says Andy on it. Yeah. She's probably Andy with an I and he's Andy yeah, with she a Y. Is. She is. It's anyway, there's that whole pandering aspect of the movie. So the big thing about this movie is that it's an adaptation of Twelfth Night. And it doesn't hmm, really the only part of this that's really adapted from Twelfth Night is the dressing up as your brother and falling in love with uh, your rival in a way. Mm-hmm. And that that's really it. Because in Twelfth Night, there's a character named Olivia and she falls in love with basically the Andy character when she's dressed up as her brother. And then there's that whole debacle, but she's trying to be she's she's also being pursued by the duke who andy the girl likes and so it's all it's all just a mosh pile and that I, that aspect was really missed in this because the girl who was the olivia equivalent whose name was Farron, was just an absolute Terrible. jerk yeah no personality always mad no like, reason there was that the no, guy would have yeah, liked her no reason why he should have had a crush on her no it was it was it was weird and it was a bummer because I really like that character because she is very nuanced. The character in the original Shakespeare play, I should say, because she's really right. nuanced and she's not an ingenue. She's kind of this crazy, love-struck, goofy girl that a lot of the times gets inadvertently played as this, ah, oh, but I love him type of ingenue, which I cannot stand. Yeah. I've never so. read Twelfth Night, and I've never seen the play, but I can see how this wouldn't live up to that. Right. But you know which movie does do a fun job of it, in my opinion, <laughs> even though I've never read the original play, but she's the man. 
she's the man does a better job for sure it's it's obviously not entirely faithful and there's there's lots of deviation but it's far 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 closer right and they have way more characters that are intermingled than this movie does what bothers me about both these adaptations is that there's no maria who maria is olivia's maid who's kind of a conniving witch and uh she's not in either of these adaptations Uh, see i didn't even know that character existed so yeah good thing we have you here it's a bummer because she's a very interesting character so, speaking of She's the Man, on the IMDb trivia page, there's <laughs> there's a post that I don't know if it's just someone who's grumpy or, or who posted it or what, but they're like, actually, this movie was the original and She's the Man stole so much from it, and it's not wrong. I don't have it in front of me at the moment, but it is all about sports. It is about uh, the Duke character who this time his name is Todd, not Todd. Dean. 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 Dean, yeah. Uh, he he mentors the Viola character, the lead girl character, in the sport that, that she wants to be better at. So, like, in this one, he mentors her at motocross, and in She's the Man, he mentors her in soccer. There's a whole allergic to the sun bit that I didn't realize was in both. That was yeah, very funny. Both movies, yeah. I like that. Um, oh, there's this. This isn't mentioned. I don't know if this is mentioned on the IMDb trivia page, but uh, at one point, someone goes, uh-huh. "You the man," to Andy, and I'm like, "Oh my god, she's the man!" Even stole a line and put it as their yeah. title. They said that we both went, "Ooh, she's the man." She's the man is far superior to this movie. It in was my just opinion, way more fun. But that too, also has and to do with the performances fact were better. It's a comedy. Number one. Number two. It's a feature film, so it has that going for it. Number three, it's a better adaptation. Yeah. It's not just this, hey, we took the skeletal idea. And there wasn't as much of the sexism, bad dad. Well, there was some of it. Like her, I can't remember if it was her. Yeah. The sexism in She's the Man is played by the villains. Which is her boyfriend. And it's meant to be terrible. Her boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend, and the coach of her old soccer team are horrible and they all talk about how you're a girl you can't do it but they're like the only ones yeah whereas in this movie motocrossed it's like everyone and eventually her mom realizes that her logic of girls can't do this is wrong and she goes to the side of oh i'm gonna be the what is it your pit i don't even know what it's called manager yeah pit lead yeah but everyone else like even the older brother for a bit was saying oh girls don't do that yeah the older brother, the dad, the replacement rider, even the the crush boy, uh, the the leader of the crush boy's management team or whatever it's called, the commentators, everyone is like, girls can't do it. Right. Girls, girls is not girls' sport. Basically, everyone except her younger brother, and Brad then her mom Logan. eventually. Also, I just realized, so in this movie, there's a character that owns like the gear shop. And he's seen for, like, two scenes, and then he's just gone. Oh my gosh, you're right. We never see him again. No, I just realized that now. It was weird. (laughs) Um, Okay, so a breakdown of this movie is that... (laughs) In the opening scene, we're, we're shown Andrew and Andrea. And Andrew is riding his motocross bike with his dad, you know coaching him and Andrea is at a cheerleading competition and she's got her long blonde hair and then they come home and she's won the cheerleading competition and then the next day their their parents leave and we realize that she also or we're shown that she also really likes motocross so then they race and then Andrew falls down and he breaks his leg and there's a big race that's been moved up two weeks and what are they gonna do and so Andrea decides that she's gonna masquerade as her brother and she cuts her hair and she doesn't look anything like him. But of course, you know, people are stupid. So whatever. And then she goes to this race and she races and she does really badly. But then Dean helps her out in return for Andrea giving him pointers on this girl that sucks. And that's basically the whole middle is just that whole deal. And then the dad comes back, realizes what's going on, tells them to go home, is really mad about it. And he's brought back the meanest, worst, most uh, quote unquote aggressive writer to replace Andrew instead of Andrea. And then he's really mean and it's really bad. And then they go back to the, the race and 
the really mean French guy pushes Andrea and the mom tells the dad that he's being stupid and the dad finally realizes he's going to fire the French guy and Andrea gets to go on and she wins the big race, spoilers, and then they're like, but a girl can't win. A girl can't race. It's not in the, it's in the rules the girls can't race. And then the mom's like, I read the rules and there's nothing against it. And then it's like, but it's not under her name. And then the mom's like, but she wrote down Andy Carson and that's her name. Blah, 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 blah. And then they're like, but they'll never get a sponsorship. And then like the leaders of the, of the sponsorship are like, here's a sponsorship for you. And then the end of the movie is them being like, well, we've got this 250 racer, whatever that means who's come to interview for the new spot on that they'll be paid for at our team. And then it turns out that it's Dean and wow. And that's the movie. Yep. There's some <laughs> stuff that happens in the middle. Not a lot. Not a lot. That's basically everything that happens. Yeah. It's funny. Cause when that French guy came in up until that point, we're like, Oh, this dad is the worst. And then that guy came in and then I'm like, this guy's the worst. Yeah. But he's not that much worse than the dad. True. The dad is really bad. Like the dad in this movie He's not as bad as the Brink dad, because the Brink dad literally tells Brink to his face that he's a terrible person and he doesn't like him. It, but the motocross dad is worse than the double team dad, because we talked about it. And the double, the double teamed dad is doing what he thinks is best for his daughters. Even though it's wrong, he still thinks he's doing the best. But this guy, he's just... He thinks he's doing what's best for his team, which is like, that's stupid. Yeah. And then he's like, but I never wanted a daughter because I, I didn't want her to, I, I knew that, or no, he's like, I really wanted a daughter because I, I never wanted my kids to get in a motocross because it's so dangerous. But then I had this daughter and she liked motocross oh, and what was geez. I going to do? And it's like, yeah, that was supposed to be his whole redemption terrible. scene. But we're both sitting there like, this is still bad. <laughs> You're not being redeemed. Basically, until he fires French guy, he's not, re- well, even then, I feel like he's not really redeemed. But well, even so, he's like, I never wanted my kids to do motocross. I have to say you that have two other kids table. who I are never... going to do motocross. You're just saying the girl can't. Yeah, which thankfully the mom points out. She's like, you let your son do it. Why wouldn't you let your daughter? Yeah, it's it's really, really bad. The mom... The mom was re- performed really well, and she was almost written really well, but she had a lot of... She had Not a lot, but she had quite a few just kind of moments of like, does she need to be doing this? Like, there was a... The reason that Dean wants... Andrea to help him out is because the mom was doing her nails at the table and then all these women kept coming up and going do my nails and it was like what what yeah also the mom was supposed to have met their father at a racetrack why would she be doing her nails like I don't know. what it was very confusing and the weirdest part the weirdest part of this is that it was written co-written by a woman and yeah. these these people they they worked on uh there was a write it was a writing team of a man and a woman and they also wrote Johnny Tsunami together and they did a bunch of episodes of Power Power of Power Girls they did a bunch of episodes of the Power Rangers and she didn't come back to to write Johnny Capala back on board which Ethan has informed me is a Johnny Tsunami sequel I guess that would make sense yeah yeah right I haven't seen either so, of them but I have I saw Johnny Tsunami a long time ago. I say ago. maybe I saw the first one a long time ago, but I wouldn't remember it if I saw it. Yeah. Oh, I, w- I don't remember anything. But it's just... It was disappointing to know that there was a woman co-writer who was like, yeah, this is fine. This is how we want to pre- portray girl power right. as beating, getting beat down to the point where you go, stop. Maybe she only wrote the, the younger brother character. Maybe. <laughs> and the guy wrote everything else. Maybe. The director for this movie directed Johnny Tsunami, Stepsister from Planet Weird, uh, uh, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, and also this. And then he's been doing a lot of TV. So, it's... <sighs> this movie wasn't visually directed that badly. It was It was fine. Yeah, I wouldn't there say were a it was few, like, wow, this is amazing. Sp- the spinning shot at the end, we could have done without there were a couple things but the sports shots were good yeah as a whole it as was much fine. as i make fun of the the motocross how he's going like new, new, the whole time it it was shot interestingly the only one that i was like this is boring and dumb was the last one between andrea and french guy because that was so boring because it was so long it yeah. was so so long it was like they kept just turning these doing the same turns and the jumps it's like they did the whole race i'm like i don't want to see the whole race 
This movie's yeah. too so long So you were to commentating with. and you're like, oh, when's it going to end? Oh, my God. That's the only thing that got me through that scene without being blown out of my out mind. I was out of breath by the end of that scene. Ugh, that was exhausting. But I get what this movie wanted to do. Do I think it did it well? Not really. So I think that's kind of a good segue to, to jump into maybe the moral. Yes, I think so. I have two. Nope, I have three. I have a few. I was really trying to find a good like quote or proverb to mesh all my ideas into one, and I just couldn't find anything for what I, I wanted. I found one quote so I'm in hoping, the movie. Yeah, I'm hoping that you found a really good one. So I don't know if you want me to say what I have, and then you can... No, you can say what, you're, what you have. That's fine. Okay. So the things I was trying to compile into one big thought were things like, um, you don't have to take the path that society tells you, um, mm-hmm. never give up on your dreams, the whole, mm-hmm. like, women can do whatever men can do. I think mm-hmm. I even wrote down a quote from a little brother that says, there aren't any jobs that women can't do. Yeah. Um, but the only thing I could really find is, like, if the path before you is clear, you're probably on someone else's. But. Weird. <laughs> because. So, you said, you said never give up on your dreams. So, the mom did say don't give up on your dreams. Yeah. So, that's my, that's my quote. Okay. And then I also had, uh, girls are just as good as boys. And then the last one I had was believe in your kids. Oh, yes. The typical Weird. DCOM sports. The accidental true moral, yeah. Yeah. I think this movie was trying to do Don't Give Up on Your Dreams. Okay. I don't even think it was trying to do Girls Are As Good As Boys because I feel like they it, were I feel like they tried to, but they just didn't. I feel like do it was trying to do they both. Thought they would. I think it was trying to do I think it was trying to do Don't Give Up on Your Dreams no matter the cost. Not no matter the cost. No matter the 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 roadblocks or something mm-hmm. so it's so because it's like no matter who you are because it was still there was a lot of like oh girls she's a girl yeah yeah so i mean it was there but it was it was an undertone but i don't think it was quite an umbrella right so and- i think it was like mixing the two together yeah Still didn't do well. Yep. And that's what I was trying to find a mix of. But I, I feel like I looked at a bunch of different Proverbs list, lists. Wow. Proverbs yeah. lists. And one thing mm-hmm. that popped up right away on a website is a woman's place is in the home when I was trying to like mix like dreams for like w- what women can do with their dreams, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, that's not what I'm looking for at all. So No. I think I think I'm, I'm personally okay with don't give up in your dreams no okay. matter. I like that No too. matter the... No matter what anyone thinks. There we go. There you go. I like it. Part of the reason that I think it's that is because the mom gave that whole speech. About how she was in a band, but she didn't follow her dreams. And she wanted to be a singer. Because her, I can't remember if it was her parents or her husband. I can't remember who said she shouldn't It was her parents. It was her parents. Oh, God. If it was the dad, he would be worse than the brink dad. So I think it's that, especially with the mom's speech, because that was the turning point of the movie really where Andrea was like yeah I can do this for sure this is for me type of thing Mm -hmm. do we have a follow your we have follow your heart we have a follow your heart this is just season two I was like why can't I see anything we have a follow your heart and we have which is um jump Jump in in. which obviously not as good as jump in no so it's definitely gotta be under (laughs) that uh, and then <laughs> dad napped with care about your kids. <laughs> um, I, th- uh, I think it does a little bit better job than Brink, but I don't want to say it does that much better. I have the Sweet Light movie at 375. Kim Possible at 3. Invisible Sister at 35. Do I have anything at four? I have Adventures of Babysitting at a four, two, five. Uh... Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of looking at Invisible Sister and how they did theirs. Because that one's at a four. And that's what a round I was thinking for this. You never... Yeah, I have I have You Lucky Dog at a four. And Adventures of Babysitting at a four, two, five. And I feel like this doesn't do... As well as either of those, right. which is weird. 
to say. Maybe it does as well as you, Lucky Dog. I think I'm going to give it a four because I do think it does slightly better than the Sweet Life movie, which I have at 375. And both of these, both You Lucky Dog and Monocross, have their problems with their moral, where You Lucky Dog is everything just happens at the end, and then this one has the whole (laughs) girls are worse undertone. So, yeah. Maybe I'll go. I think I might do a three seven five. I'm trying to mm. see if I have any three fives. Kim Possible's at a three. Yeah. I just hate. I hate that moral. I hate it because it's not even done. Which one? The Kim Possible. Oh one. yeah. It's retconned in the end when she turns out to be a robot, yeah. and then Kim's like, "But I am the best. It's fine." Yeah. I don't think I want to go as high as you, Lucky Dog. So I think I'm. I'm gonna do three seven five. I think that's fine. I don't have time to go through all of them. I just want want to be above Sweet Life because I think the Sweet Life moral is a mess. What do I have for Sweet Life? Oh, I have a... I was generous with that one. Four or five? Oh, wow, yeah. I just think... I think the Sweet Life one is just totally missed. It... it, It's there... Not totally missed, I should say. It's there, but, like, they, they put a stake down to make this fence, and then they just made a fence somewhere else. Yeah, that's true. I might have to change my sweet life one eventually, but we already did our wrap we'll up, see. so I, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I shouldn't yeah. even say that. Don't touch I it. I put it there for a reason, I guess. But yeah, I'll stick with a 375 for this one. So in regards to Test of Time, this is going to be a short episode. I I feel kind of bad. We're only at like... Oh, we are. You know, <laughs> well, I have a lot oh, of stuff my... written down, so maybe that'll... Oh, help. I don't have any... I have... I. I have really stopped writing stuff down. Yeah, I feel like we might have gone through a lot of it, but I'll read through what I have later. It's not even that I, that I feel like there's nothing in these movies anymore. It's that I feel like I've gotten a better grasp, and I've talked about this before, but I feel like I've gotten a better grasp of what my brain is going to hold on to. If there's something that I'm like, I don't want to forget, then I, then I, I will write it down. Like, I have... I think one I have two things I have I have two things written down that I was like this I have to remember and I know that at least one of them I would have forgotten but I also have realized that I don't want to just bog down the end of the episodes with all right and the next thing and the next thing because I feel like it's better if we're just kind of flowing through it and adding it in where it need be right I say most of the stuff on here I feel like we talked about but I also forget most everything. Even though we just watched it yesterday, I'm like, well, I might forget things, so I'm going to write it down. I feel like we've just gotten a better grasp of our pacing and everything, too. Well, this water bottle is full. Neat. Good job, me. (laughs) I left a water bottle in here for my... I did not say a word. I left a water bottle in here for myself for just future recordings, and I brought a new one in because I forgot I did that. Now you have double water. I've got double water, and I still won't drink it. Uh... So, test of time. The difference between this one and Double Teamed is that Double Teamed was doing that huge, we're in the 80s thing that did not work because it didn't seem like they were in the 80s at all. Yeah. So, it it holds up better than Double Teamed just in regards to that. It's from 2001. It's clothing and hair could be worse. Yeah. I feel like the thing that most felt like 2001 was the, the dialogue, the lingo. Yeah, there was a lot of lingo. She had tickets to an InSync concert. Yeah, I feel like they used. I feel like I wrote. They some used of Rad this stuff a lot. Down. Like I said, I use Rad because I think Rad is Rad. <laughs> I use it semi-ironically. Semi-ironically, it sounds like I'm saying semi-erotically. Semi-ironically, because I I pick. I've mentioned this before, but I pick out the terms and the slang from d- different decades that I think are really fun, like Rad and Stellar and. A few other ones that I can't think of at the time because I use those two the most. Yeah, and I just think it's funny, yeah. and I think it's fun. I think and it's I, fun I too. don't like just using awesome and great and all that stuff. So I say st- I've said stellar for longer than I've said rad. I've only said rad for like five years, but I've said stellar since high school. Yeah, I remember. But yeah, they mm-hmm. used rad, gnarly. They used dude a lot. Are you whacked? Was used. <laughs> There was a lot of just a lot of 90s, late 90s, early I mean, 2000s lingo. Yeah, a lot of 
A lot of 90s surf terms. Yeah. I was thinking that too. I'm like, oh, this seems like it would be the well, 13th year. they all year. spoke. They all spoke with like this really thick like California accent. Even Andrea, she was like, mom, I want to go to this concert. Let me go to the mall. And I was like, why are they talking like yeah. this? <laughs> so, do I have anything at a five? I have, what did I have? I have something at a 5.25. I have Zine on the Zequel at a 5.25. I have Adventures in Babysitting at a 5. And Upside Down Magic at a 5.25. Do I have anything at a 5.5? Because I feel like I can give this a 5.5. Ooh, I have Brink at a 6. I feel like I need to give this at least as high as Brink. I was just going to say I have Brink at a 5.5, so I feel like i got to give this one a 6. But let me check my other 6s. I also have Cowbells at a 6. I have a lot of 6.75s. I'm gonna bump I'm gonna bump Brink down to a five seven five because I've Halloween Town in a five seven five and I know I said that Brink holds up a little bit better because of the sweat sweatpants problems, but they both feel very nineties enough. They don't feel like dis- like horribly nineties. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stick with a six for this one. I'm gonna leave Brink at a five five and put this one at a six. I'm trying to decide if I wanna put this at a 575 as well i think i do and maybe i'll change it i don't mind having all of these at a 575 it's possible that i'll bump one of them down to a 55 because i don't have a 55 right now i just have xenon the sequel at a 525 so but i'm, I'm fine with a 575 right now i just don't want to give i don't want to give brink a higher score than this because yeah. brink was Brink was racist. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's going down. A 5-5 five, five for Brink. Yeah. But I'm bumping Brink all the way down to a 5. I don't know why. Slashing it down. It needs to be a, It needs to be lower. The racism is not okay. It's bad. It's possible that even down the road I would be keep bumping yeah, it down. I, said, I was line, being I really generous. I can't remember why we gave it. Because it's not egregiously dated in terms of how they look and the effects and stuff. Yeah. But I was trying to be nice, I guess. But I, yeah, I really yeah, don't maybe, want it to I be. mean, it was the first one of the season. We probably didn't want to be bashing it too no. much. No, that's, I think that's the other thing. I mean, we were cruel with the moral. Yeah. That and probably the fact that we know a lot of people like this one. Yeah. Because, like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, I gave Brink a C. Yeah. But it's like I gave it a really I gave it a low C because I do think it's better. It's I do think it's better than the Kim Possible movie just as a movie. Yeah, there's racism and that's bad. Is it better than now you see it, though? I think it is like ever so slightly. I have it one point above now you see it and now you see it as a C minus and Brink is a C. So I yeah. think I, I do still agree that Brink is the lowest possible C. Yeah. And I, I mean, I only have mine one point higher than you, so... I'll probably change a lot of stuff in the season two wrap yeah, yeah, up, but yeah. I'm just going to leave it for now until I see some more movies. Yeah. Oh, speaking of changing things, though, I'm doing it. I've been thinking about it, and I just, I understand why I did it, but I've got to bump Scream Team up to an A-. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, you think about to. it every week. You should just do it. I have to, Yeah. I it based on its scores also it deserves to be an A minus. It 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 deserves it. It does. It's it's one of the better ones we've watched. It's it's not it's not like it's it's holding up score is that high, but it's got a 10 moral which kind of weighs it a yeah. little bit. So I'm not saying you don't have to explain yourself to me. I had it at an A A minus as well. So. I think I'm just going to bump it up to I think an I think an 80 is fine for an A minus, but I'll double check. Because 79 was the absolute top B plus, and I'm like, I don't like it being a B plus. I like the B plus movies, don't get me wrong, but I was like, it's just like, its effects are terrible, but its performances are so good, and it's got such a great message. It just deserves it. Yeah. So I think, I'm trying to remember what the- I wonder, uh, why do I have, does it jump from a, B plus at like mid seventies to A minus. I have an at an eighty eight. I feel like for that's what? a big jump. For A minus, yeah. So oh, it's, I, it's, I guess we did have a pretty generous. We have A's. 
We have A's that go from like a 90 to 97 or 8. And then we have like 99s and 100s as being A-plus movies. Gotcha. And then I think A-minuses were like 89 to 82. Well, it must have started at 88 because that's what I put. Close enough. Well, do you have anything at an 89? Because it's it's, it could still be one point above. I don't know, because there's A minuses are at 95. What the heck were our ratings? I know that they were like seven points, so now I'm confused. How do you have a 95? Because I thought they were all like seven points apart because we were doing... D movies were 0 to 10. Or D, D minus movies were 0 to 10. 10. D movies were 10 to 20. Or around there. D plus was 20 to 30. Right? How do I already have I already forgotten this? No, because D I have a D at 26. <laughs> D minus what? minus must have been 0 to 10. D minus was 10 to 20. D was 20 to 30. D plus was 30 to 40. Okay. Yeah, I have Z I have Xenon at an A minus at a 95, but you also have Teen Beach movie at a 95, but it's an A. Yeah, I don't think that makes... I think something happened in our ratings. Because I think I think your A minus 95 for Xenon is too high. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I might have to go back and I, listen to the wrap-up and see if I said something different and then typed something different. Because I think, I think the A's are only supposed to be like seven points. But I don't know. I don't remember. But I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to do it in reverse where it's okay, C's that's C minus at or in forty where's the C, where are my C's? Fifty five forty six C forty eight fifty five thought it was like by eight. So I thought it was like forty to a hundred. Cause we couldn't just do, you know, by fives or by tens or anything. Right. I think. I think that your a a minus ninety five for Xenon is too high, just based on the amount of a's places that we would need. Yeah. So I do remember that we, I do remember that we saved like ninety nines and hundreds for a plus if we have a one. plus. Yeah, I can bump Xenon. So that doesn't down. seem like enough I mean, spots I usually, for an a. Yeah, I just said I try not to bump my ones from before, but I feel like I have to because. That shouldn't be a 95. That's really high. Yeah. yeah. So maybe I'll put that one at a 95. Either 90... bump it up to an A or... Yeah, I'll put it at a 94. And then... Yeah, at least for I don't now. know if I need to also change... Um, Scream Team I have at still an 88 for an A-. minus. So I don't know if we need to... But that makes sense. Okay. Because... Good. If, if, even if the A's are for like seven points, that would be like 90 to 97. Okay. For A's. And then like an A- minus would be like... 89 to 82. So an 88 makes sense for an A-. All right. Weird. I don't know why I did that. I have, yeah, I have to re, I have to re-listen to that to see, but I don't have time to do that because I'm going to be packing every moment yeah, of the day. I'll probably take a listen to it and see if it's there. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Um, anyway. Anyway. Uh, I think... I'm torn. Oh, I was going to give it a... I was initially thinking B, but I think I'm going to have to do a B minus. Just based on the movies that are Bs. I want another solid B movie. I want another B. Please give me another B, world. Oh. All right. What do I have? I have You Wish at a B plus, but I don't think I like this one. Well, no. Why am I? I'm thinking C plus or B minus. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Double teamed. I have it a C plus. So let's go from there. I, I like this one. Do I have anything? Oh, I have Invisible Sister. I might do a C plus for this one as well, but rank it lower than double teamed. My problem is. Wait, you can't do that. Wait, what? You can't rank it as a. C- but like the the number. Oh wait. Oh no no no. no. Yeah. I got I got it. I got it. I was thinking the opposite. I was like, what? what? You can't rate it. What? <laughs> I'm gonna give it a C plus, but in my head. Gonna, I, I thought you were gonna say you were gonna you were gonna give it a B minus, but rate it lower than double teamed. And I was that like, doesn't that make sense. Doesn't make sense. Um. Uh, I'm torn because I don't know if I like this worse than double teamed. 
Yeah, double teamed, you have it a B minus. Because double teamed is bad. Double teamed is really bad. And it's so bad. Nobody does a good job performance-wise in that yeah, movie. But I just, I still think back to the dad and how I, like, I I don't know. But I that just dad like... is, one thing I will say, this dad is worse. He's in less of the movie. That's true. He is in Europe for most of the movie. Yeah. So I, I'm only going to, I think I'm going to give it a B minus and just give it a 61. Because I don't, it's not like it's so much better, but it's, it's just, it's that point of, I think I'd watch this before I watched Double Teamed. And also, Heather is so awful to Heidi in Double Teamed. So it's like, the dad is bad, but also the other sibling is bad. Yeah. Meanwhile, in this, at least the siblings are good. Yeah. I don't know. I still feel like I... You do what you want. I'm yeah, just, I, I'm, I'm just still just... putting... I'm going to put it between Brink and Double Teamed, because I like it better than Brink, but I like it less than Double Brink Teamed. Brink is also... So it's between a 47 and a... Oh, okay. I what you're saying. Where's Double Teamed? I keep losing Way it. at the top. <laughs> 58. So I'll give it a C plus, but at a 56. If that's, that's where... Guy. I feel like I need to make a... Um, a key where I we, we <laughs> write down the numbers. We can make a key. Yeah, because I don't even know if fifty six is a technically a. It C should plus. be just based on. Oh yeah, I have another C plus at a fifty four, so that's fine. Yeah, that should be fine. I was gonna say that seems fine, especially we have so few C pluses. It's one of our lower amounts, but I think this is. I yeah, I like this better than Invisible Sister just because. Invisible Sister, the performances are really good, but it's, it's again, like, a mistaken identity one, but it's so wholly unbelievable. Like, this one, I'm like, okay, these people haven't met him. They, they might, they, they don't know any better, maybe, and, you know, he might just be, like, a prepubescent. It's fine. That one, they're supposed to think that she's their sister that they're best friends with. And yeah. they're best friends with her. It doesn't, okay. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's, I'm, I'm definitely going above Invisible Sister <laughs> in terms of the number. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <sighs> I was hopeful. I I said before we watched it, I was like, I'm I've got high expectations for this one. Yeah. I'm I'm hopeful and it uh didn't turn out well. But hey, you got a good movie next week to look forward to. So Yes, I do, but we're not talking about that nope, just yet. Not yet. Um uh, so I only have two things. One thing I have <laughs> And I think you wrote down too, is that in the beginning of the movie, your lights in your closet just totally went away and you are just a silhouette. And it's very scary. I am because my Zoom got really big for some reason. So I'm trying to, <laughs> I, I keep going out of full screen and then it just stays at a full screen. What is happening? It's, I'm not upset about it, but it was just very funny to look at your little quarter screen. Here and I go. Just go oh I'm, I'm going to be brighter. Here we go. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, clicked the the, I accidentally double-clicked my Zoom and it went whoosh. <laughs> oh my god. In the beginning of the movie, they're all sitting around their dining table. And the dad is talking about Motive Cross, of course, because it's all he talks about and cares about. And at one point, he starts talking about his dad and he goes, My father! <laughs> my father! My father! And, and it's it like wasn't even where you should like, no. have an accent on that word. It was just like, and I, I had a phone call with my father. <laughs> yeah, it's my father! My father. I was like, I can't even. I can't even imitate it. It was so goofy, <laughs> and it was. I don't know why he thought that was a good acting choice. I we don't said know. it before. This guy, written badly, also performed, performed badly. really badly. Yeah, he had no chemistry with anyone, and his his performances were just really bad. Yeah, if I could rank him just on like just his character, I feel like I might give him an F because his. Some of it was quite funny, the way that he delivered, like, this line. I think that was the other... only thing that I thought was funny. Yeah. Everything I, else... Well, I mean, yeah. Clearly his sexist comments were not funny. So maybe he'd be, like, a D minus minus. Yeah. I feel like there was yeah, a couple it... other things where I'm like, this is ridiculous. But I can't... I didn't write those down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I don't I don't remember. The, uh, the only other thing I have written down is that the music, the soundtrack, the score of this movie, so weird yeah half of the time it was just this weird like it was so and then there was this other song that was just like and then the subtitles were just over and over again it was so strange it was such a weird it was such a weird direction for the composer to go i don't get it i don't i genuinely don't understand 
why that was okay. And it it was like, it didn't quite sound computer made, but it also didn't quite sound like someone really made an instrument make those noises. It was weird. Yeah. Oh, I guess I did write down some of the, the bad things the dad said and some oh, stuff from joy. the mom too, but I had the dad saying, concentrate on things a 15 year old girl should yeah. be doing. And then the After, mom says yeah. like, girls don't ride motorcycles at the beginning. What else did yeah. I? He kept, the dad anymore? said something along those lines at least twice because another time he was just like, you've got to be doing what girls do. And she's like, this, I'm doing, I'm a girl, so I'm doing what I do. Yeah. She didn't was, say that, but she made a face like that. Yeah. At one point, the French guy comes in when Andrea was in the kitchen and he says, I see you finally figured out where you're most useful to your family. Ugh. Uh, which I get that we're supposed to hate his character for that reason, and but supposed to be it bad, make but it if any it had been cringy. in a different Yeah, if it had been in a different time or movie where, you know, the entire movie wasn't just going, You're a girl and you're bad at everything. Yeah. And that before it, that when thing. French guy was just sitting in Andrea's bedroom, he's like, Oh, I need a, a room that faces west or west, yeah. something. And so that I don't I'm not waking woken up by the sun. Yeah, and he's just reading her um, cheerleading magazine. magazine. He flips it like it's a Playboy. Yeah, it gross. So disturbing. And then the dad's like, "Well, we need to accommodate him so that he performs at peak peak performance, whatever." It's like, why would you let this guy just stay in your daughter's room? Yeah, and he knows that he's a gr- an aggressive and mean writer, but he doesn't care because all he cares about is the good of their their company. Which it's like, yeah, we get it. You want to do business deals, but also you have a writer who just got third and has been steadily making her way up through the ranks. Like, are you kidding? Yeah. Ay. 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 Oi, oi, oi. I have a quote from Dean. This was, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to work you till you can't get out of bed. Yeah. That, there was a lot of entendres in this movie. There were a couple other ones that I didn't write down, but yeah. they were skeevy. Yep. And they weren't, they weren't. They were trying to be subtle. Like, they weren't trying to, like, speak to the parents or anything. They were trying to basically code. Yeah. Which was... It was creepy. It was very creepy. <laughs> I wrote down when the French guy was um, checking in on the repairs of the bike when um, Andrea's brothers are working on it. Mm-hmm. And the French guy is upset because her younger brother wants to work on the bike but he doesn't think that a younger kid can do it and he says mm-hmm. i prefer someone who can reach reach the foot what are they called foot pegs to mm-hmm. fix them and the younger brother just points at him like look i'm touching them right now it was so, so funny. funny that younger brother was the best part of the movie there were so just many things like that down. that he'd just be like uh duh <laughs> uh, he was wasted on this movie yeah. He was so good. I did look him up, and it looks like the last thing he did was in, like, 2003, so just Aww. a couple years after this. Sad, because he did such a great job. Maybe he didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Kids are allowed to make choices like that. that that's and true. it's totally healthy. Yeah. <laughs> don't force your kids to do anything, and also don't say that your kids can't do something just because they're a girl or a boy or something in between or something entirely different. Don't make choices for your kids. <laughs> There you that go. That aren't for safety, like, and health. Because, like, obviously parents need to guide their children, but they don't need to be overlords. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. What else do I have? I think the only other thing I have is something I thought was really funny when they said, oh, okay, so background. They're trying to get a hold of Andrea's dad because he's in Europe, and mm. they're trying to figure out the whole, oh, they moved this race up two weeks, and we need to find someone so they're like, well, we can't get a hold of him because he left his hotel already. And yeah. I guess we could try Telegram or FedEx. Yeah. It's just like Telegram or FedEx. Wow. I got it. Also, 2001, he's supposed but... to be. Well, I guess it's because he's in Europe. So I didn't realize he was in Europe. I thought he was in New York. No, he... but you would think even in 2001, if you're traveling internationally, you'd have some sort of. Well, no, because when I traveled internationally in 2007, I still used a phone card. So I, I thought he was in New York, so I was like, he would have had a cell phone. If he's a businessman in 2001, he would have a cell phone. But if it's international... I suppose, yeah. I guess even if you get a yeah. different, like, nowadays you get a SIM card and that but changes your phone number. But also, leave a message at the hotel? Yeah. Back like, this is how you can get... You would think that he would have figured out something. Yeah. But... I don't know. It was weird. <sighs> it was weird. It was a weird thing. 
But uh, yeah, I don't I don't have anything else to no. say about this. The movie. only only other thing I have is the sudden ending. Yeah. It, oh, the, the pacing was so slow, and then at the end so it was just weird. done. Yeah, Dean shows up, and then they, they show them on their bikes, and then it's done. Yeah, they do twelve Which, laps, probably for twelfth night. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that they didn't kiss because it would have been weird because they kind of it's not like they just met, but like she just opened up to him to as like her real self. Yeah, so he's thought that she's been Andrew, and yeah, he just realized it's been Andrea. So. Yeah, so I'm at least glad about that. But it just stopped, and we were like, and now it's done. Yep, the freeze frame, very end, that's it. Oh, and there was so much slow-mo in this movie, so much slow-mo. Yeah. So, next week. <laughs> next week is Carousel Cadet excited. Kelly, which I'm being very calm right now. I was going to say, how are you so calm? Because I feel like I have to be. But I've, and it's also because people should know by now if they listen to this, because I've been talking about how excited I am for this every week. And every week I'm like, Cut out Kelly, Cut out Kelly. <laughs> Even last so night after right the watch along, you're like, Cut out Kelly, woohoo. So I'm trying to be calm because I just feel like I have to try and, and stagger my expectations and, and think, you know, think about the fact that it might not be perfect. So I'm just, I, I really liked this movie. For all of my school years, I watched it in high school even, it's got Christy Carlson Romano and Hilary Duff and Sean Ashmore, and it's it, it was a huge part of my childhood because I've, I talked about this yesterday with Sarah, but I used to open up the newspapers and next to the comics, there was the TV guide and I would highlight if Cadet Kelly was playing, which I didn't need to do with Luck of the Irish because I owned that on VHS. <laughs> But I would also do it with, I think, right on track and Pixel Perfect. So it's it. I'm very excited, and I'm I just I know I know that it's gonna be flawed, but I'm hopeful that it's not too bad. And that's it. I know that Hillary Duff's outfits, and she, I'm pretty sure she has a cell phone, and I know those are gonna be really dated, but. But yeah, 2002. I think they'll be charming. I, yeah. I'm I'm hoping. Oh, totally away from uh, movies that we're gonna be watching. Actually, I'll just jump back on this. Uh, so after Cadet Kelly, we're watching Right on Track. So it's kind of funny. But I'm also really excited about that. So that's two movies in a row that I'm super excited about. And then I think after Right on Track, it's Pixel Perfect. Oh boy, look at you! All your movies from childhood. Yeah, it the... is. Yeah. So our movies are Cadet Kelly, Right on Track, Pixel Perfect, and then Buffalo Dreams, which I have no idea what that is. That movie, that title is so funny to me. I have no idea what it's about, but just Buffalo Dreams. No. And I, um, if we hadn't just watched Pixel Perfect shortly before you left, I feel like... I would have been I wouldn't flipping. have seen any of these three movies that you watched in your childhood mm-hmm. a lot. I would have been flipping. If I had those three in a row, I would be flipping out. Um. So speaking about our decommission for last week. Sarah and I have both done a lot of research and it is very difficult to find documentaries and books in our library systems and on streaming platforms and on apartheid in South Africa. And, and that is even in books. Like, I've been looking at bookstores and there's been a few mm-hmm. options, but I it's feel rough. Like... It's it's it I, I I feel like my best option is to just scour the internet. Yeah. And see what I can. Because there are options, but they're just not in our libraries. They're not on streaming. There's apparently a really great documentary series. So there's apparently a really great documentary series called Have You Heard from Johannesburg? And I can't find it. It's a PBS documentary series, but it's nowhere. I'd have to buy it and it's like... I, I, sorry, I'd have to rent it, and I'd have to rent it for thirty dollars. Ouch! I'd have rent to rent it, it for thirty dollars. Yeah, rent it for thirty dollars. And I'm like, you know, I I'm moving. I don't have the money for that right now. I will at some point because I'm I I want to know more, and it's it's like a seven or eight part documentary series. Yeah, what's it called? So, have you heard from Johannesburg? Let me look this up. It's apparently a limited series, and that's part of the reason why. But that's gross. Why make a limited series about something that people should know about? Especially because I feel like people not knowing or remembering about apartheid has not really helped our country, let alone other countries. Yeah. So when I was looking at books, a lot of what I was finding was memoirs. 
like autobiographies. Mm-hmm. So I got which is fine. I ordered three. I got the one that Biko. It's like excerpts mm-hmm. from his writings, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I got Nelson Mandela's and Trevor Noah's. So I think I'm gonna mm-hmm. use that as like first-hand I accounts got... of what happened on like like yeah, their side I of it, and then do more well. research. Hopefully through documentaries. Maybe I'll buy this one about yeah, like just I found whole... an I. I found another one as well, which is, I hate saying this, but it's, it's name is, it, the name of the book is Kefir Boy. And it's, it's a memoir of, of, of a man growing up in, in apartheid South Africa as well. I want to listen to Trevor Noah's book for sure. Cause I, I do love audiobooks and I love when they're written by the, or they're read by the author. Oh, does he read his too? I believe so. It w- I was going to say, I guess it would surprise me if he didn't since. Yeah. I mean, he's um, got a show and everything. You know, some but... white dude reads it. It's fine. Um, that'd be so awful. Yeah. So it's, it's disappointing. It's, it feels like the world, and this is hyperbolic in a lot of ways, but also not, it feels like the world is trying to just erase that apartheid happened, which is understandable, but also people need to learn from history because if you don't learn from history, you're doomed to repeat it. Wow. What a moral. So it's just. Yeah. So anyway, we're, we're working on our mission from last week. Personally. Yeah. And it'll Hopefully be, by the it'll be a mission. We'll, yeah. It's going to be a mission that we we work on for a while because it, it's not only about learning about apartheid South Africa. It is about learning about things that our curriculum and history totally overlooked. Mm-hmm. And this is a huge chunk. I mean, I don't know about you. Most of the World War II knowledge that I learned was from Hebrew school. Yeah. I, I feel don't like, think I feel like my the own most research. I ever learned was a push Hitler class. bad. Yeah, Hitler and it, it bad, was, did a war. And it was Germany. from, like, the American side of things. So I feel like we, we didn't, didn't get any perspective from any I know, other. I know nothing about World War One. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I, I've watched a few documentaries about World yeah. War One, but it's the same, where I nothing feel like I need to learn other perspectives instead of just... Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's... It's a problem, like we said, this is kind of this is kind of like a season mission and or a series mission, honestly. Honestly, sometimes a lifetime mission. <laughs> yeah, real. So what's the decal mission for this one? Oh boy. Um Uh don't just don't give up on your dreams, you know? Do what you want to do. I don't know. I was say, Go I, ride a I bike. didn't even think about one for this this episode. It's hard because I don't know. It's it. It's also hard because of the last one, the last one that we just did, because that is such an important one. And this one, it feels like whatever we're gonna do, it's gonna be like it's gonna be nothing in comparison. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I think the whole folly, like, especially if you're still young, like in high school, and you're being told to go a certain path, like, oh, you should go to college yeah. because that's what most I people do, I... and you don't want to, like. I don't know. I think it's important, the the, the aspect of don't give up. Yeah. I think it's, I think the mission for this week should be just something along the lines of just don't give up. Unless it's something that you feel it would be genuinely better for you to give up on. Because I think that giving up on things that are, that really won't have any negative effect on you or will actually be positive for you. Great. I've given up on things that I feel like would have caused me negative aspects of my future before and it was fine. But on things that you really want um, things that you, even if it's small, even if it's just one little project, or if it's a whole thing, it's your career path, it's it's your college path, it's anything, just don't give up. Just give that one last, not one, just give one, mm, just give another little push, and just keep at it, and you might, you might be proud. You might yeah. have a proud moment. Especially in days of COVID, where it might seem mm-hmm. pointless to be working towards your dreams when you don't know when this is all going to be done. But Yeah. I had a terrifying thought the other day that was like, why am I out in L.A.? Why did I move here? You know, what good is it right now? And I had to remind myself, like, this I'm isn't here, gonna be I'm working, I'm, I'm looking to work in media, I am working in media, I'm on my way, it's just a terrible time right now, and you're only in your 20s and all this stuff, and it's it, it's hard, and you just yeah have it's, to take a breath and remember yeah. to keep going. It's especially hard. I know, especially me, I'm the type, like, I look towards an end for when things are mm-hmm. bad. I'm like, okay, well... You know, end of the week, it'll be better. And with COVID, it's hard because we don't know when it's going to be done. But it will. Someday, we just don't know when it is. So mm-hmm. don't give up hope. Keep don't going give up on hope. your dreams. I think that's another thing is just don't give up hope. Whether it's a dream or a hope. Yeah. That's all. What's the, all right, the, the line from Tangled? 
go follow your dreams. Not you. Your dream stings. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. See you next week for Karakali. <laughs> Bye. Bye.